Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Keep on Sunnyside, always on the Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. I feel really upset about that. I know you do. You're really bothered, I can tell. <laughs> Why are you bothered? <laughs> Because we have so little going for this show. <laughs> now, this is no reflection on Pablo, the producer, who was with us last week and is with us again. Did a great job last week. Not so sure about today. <laughs> Pablo Pablo jumped the gun. Oh, yeah. you got to hear the word cue the theme. Now, it means nothing. I mean, it, it used to be we'd say cue the theme tune and then Ron afterwards would put the music on in the edit. So it wasn't even like a real thing that was happening. It was just... And we'd, but ever go, since the music started happening live... PJ I, gets quite excited. PJ needs to be primed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was unexpected. I was not ready to dance or anything. It was really good. Oh God! He's, 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 well, I, I'm going to be upset for the whole of the show. I now. think you should try and channel that energy really, into the show. It's really pushed me in a. I mean, it's just you know how things are. You go in and like there's a picture like not hanging right, and you know, and you can't really settle. Then that's it's kind of like that. Well, some people find that's good for creative energy. Do they? Okay, then. All right. So, create, create um, some energy. So, continuing on from last week. Oh, don't. Let's um, <laughs> not. We Star Wars was boring. Star Wars was boring. Let's, yeah. let's not talk anymore about Star Wars. Can we talk about the Mandalorian though? Because it was brilliant. The Mandalorian. We promised. We said a little bit about it last time, yeah. but not much more than that. And when do when do we get it in the UK? When can we March. get it? End of March. End yeah. of March. So spoilers ahoy for the <laughs> Wow, I don't want to spoil it. No, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't no, think talk about it in general terms. Yeah, in, in general yeah. terms. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it's like the Hulk TV show or something. It's it's got that feel of Glenn A. Larson. Um, continuing week by week adventures. Well, yes, and I and, love that shit. Yes and no. I, I mean, can't like, get there, enough of that nonsense. There were definitely three or four episodes that just kind of felt like adventure of the week. They didn't feel connected. Mm. Yeah, but, but they but they all felt like that. But that felt like that in a good way. I like that. Maybe the first two episodes and the last two episodes felt like they were part of the uh, same something. story. Well, yeah, and yeah. And the central four kind of felt more like going around and gathering up a gang, mm. which was kind of the point, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it sets it up for a second series of more of the same, and I'm like, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. more I mean, of the yes, same. Yes, yes, They've please. definitely gone out of their way to ask or pose more questions than they answered. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm quite. I mean, I, I hope they don't decide to have a big build up thing, and it turns out that he's related to Palpatine or something. I, I'm hoping Maybe none of, any of them, any of them, none of them. I don't want any of them to be related to Skywalker or Palpatine or, well, or Lando oh, I wonder, I, I mean, wonder, is this kind of like the plan for Star Wars going forward in that this is a, this is an attempt to kind of remove any sort of interconnectedness it's, the, I think the it's a way to do, it's a way to do Westerns and war stories that, that as we would have had Westerns and war stories and we haven't really had stuff like that in, the, in a big kind of shared universe that everyone understands but that you could have these different kinds of adventures you can have different genres well, the within the genre the is like the good the bad and the ugly mm. I mean you know, which is set just after the civil war like this is just set just after yeah. the, the end of the but the, I, I'm the talking Imperial about war. I'm talking about the, like the wider thing like the, for Disney now this is well if we wanted to do a World War 2 story we could do a Star Wars story we could we could. well they did Rogue, and, and, and Rogue One Rogue, the, yeah, yeah Rogue One's yeah. The, the archetype for that and you know if we want to do a Western we, we've got the Mandalorian but it's in the Star Wars universe which means we can sell toys and we could sell the experience we could do all of this stuff and now we can open that up to you know let's create more th- I really and if we want, want to do fantasy fun- and magic Harry Potter style we can do force stuff yeah, all yeah, day all long all of that and, stuff yeah, yeah. Um, force yeah. a 
Academy. For, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, sold. You're a space wizard, Harry. Thank you. Isn't that, isn't that what the, the new sort of Ben Solo series is kind of, roughly speaking? the one Ben that, Solo? Yeah, the, the one that um, uh, Will, uh, Will Sliney is doing, is drawing. Oh, comics. Oh, comics. Oh, I yeah, comics, I don't know. super excited then. Sorry about that. I was like, I, oh. Primed and ready to go off. Um, I don't I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I'm not. I'm, Force high? Uh, no, it's 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 uh, young Ben. Luke Skywalker taking Ben around and doing force stuff. I don't know. What, okay. I mean, that sounds really ropey, but doing, <laughs> doing Jedi stuff. I don't. Well, know. Presumably, this is canon in the in the new. Yeah, Disney apparently world. it is. Yeah. Apparently it is. So, um, I mean, that that begins to feel like no, this is not a slight on Will or anyone who's making this stuff, but it does begin to feel like a slight on a. Because they feel like a lazy way to do storytelling. Well, they, I mean, that's the thing is, this is why I, one of the reasons I like The Mandalorian is it sort of stays away from the Force stuff apart from the, the Baby Yoda. And, and we're calling him Baby Yoda because he looks like a Baby yeah, Yoda. But, but, but we don't know what that is and it's got the Force in it. But nobody seems to – it's not sort of part and parcel of a bigger picture. It doesn't whenever, seem to be. Like, whenever Lucas was churning out the first three movies and they kind of realized, well, we can write stuff around this, mm. uh, that was that was kind of out of fan desire. Mm. Now I think Disney look at that as like, well, this is just like ancillary merchandise. Yeah, yeah. this is this is multiple revenue streams, yeah. and we have to leave gaps in. Yeah, because you know we have to leave. You don't stuff want to explain that stuff because yeah. and because suddenly you've got a a beginning, middle, and end of some of these things, but you don't need to for a lot yeah. of it. You can you know like one of the things I like about the uh, 2080 Dread World stuff is that universe is big. You can tell lots of different expansive stories in it, and that you know Star Wars should be like that. And the movies kind of collapsed a little bit. There's like a like a, a wave a, a wave form being collapsed. Well, yeah, it's kind like of a the single gravity thing. of the whole Skywalker nonsense just pulls everything towards mm-hmm. it, and then it just becomes a story about again like five, yeah, those five three, blokes four people, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah Mandalorian's great and it'll be on Disney Plus whenever it comes out end of March here, yeah, yeah. And, and so right so Disney Plus is coming out end of March do you think by the time Disney Plus will come up you'll have watched everything there is on Apple TV or have you already done that I mean I'm pretty up to date on everything that's on Apple TV this by the way is, right now. is a brilliant segue <laughs> sorry okay that, that, that. brilliant yeah, segue noise <laughs> it was so good nobody even noticed so I've been pretty much using like Friday night as like my night to watch whatever comes out that week on Apple TV. Is there still stuff coming out weekly? Yeah, yeah. Servant. But it's okay. Servant still Servant's still out. weekly. How many episodes of Servant is there now? Uh, eight. There's eight. There's okay. two more to go. Okay. And because uh, the morning know. show's finished, isn't it? Morning, morning show's show. finished. Done. Excellent. It was great. Yeah. Um, the last episode was amazing. Mm. Yeah, it was. Oh, I watched the morning show, and then because it was Christmas time, I watched Scrooged, and it occurred to me that the the executive in that is basically Scrooged from Scrooged. <laughs> okay, it's it's that's who he is. That's who he's playing. Yeah. Okay. Fair it's, enough. It's a young version of except, him. It's, except, it's like Scrooged is is that's all building up towards Scrooged. <laughs> I think I think the way Billy Crudup's playing, he's not. He seems Machiavellian, but actually, his heart's in the right place. Mm. At least for now, it is. Yeah. yeah. But that's, um, that's I don't think Mark. Like du- I, don't, I don't think Mark Duplass is getting anywhere near the, the love he that he, yeah, no, that he deserves. Um, I think he's been fantastic in the series, especially in the kind of last kind of three episodes ish, yeah. when he starts to have a bit more of a central role in it. Um, um, and I think that uh, I think it was just yeah, it was a killer finale. It was yeah, really really good. Yeah, there was. And what's kind of been bothering me is that I think I'm having this conversation about a show that nobody's watching. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because it's on a service that everyone um, has either 
consciously or unconsciously decided not to subscribe to. People yeah. have consciously uncoupled from yeah. it. Like, I have friends who are really want to watch For All Mankind. And yeah. they have Apple devices, but they only have a phone. And mm, they, they can watch, watch it they have an, like a, an HP laptop. Yeah. I mean, it is coming to more and more yeah, platforms. But like, I mean, like every TV that's been announced at CES this week has got TV Plus. I, I honestly it. feel like the, the oh, and every TV that's been announced at CES has filmmaker mode on it. <laughs> what's, oh. what's filmmaker it's mode? The, it's the clear filmmaker mode is basically the mode that turns off all the bullshit on your TV, turns off vivid <laughs> color, turns off smooth motion. <laughs> turns off the fucking wow. bullshit I, I, H, fake HDR I stuff. I would love a firmware update to my TV that turned off because my TV has this unreal habit of turning it on. This is the smooth fluid motion stuff? Yeah, it turns yeah. it on. Like you, you turn it off and then maybe like you turn, a couple of days go by and it's found a way to turn itself back yeah. on again. It's No, I can't wait. for. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be color calibrated. I just, you look like you're uh, just off the set of Miami Vice. I just, you, just the way you've got that gray shirt with sleeves rolled Miami up. Miami Vice. <laughs> I take a photo of that. <laughs> um, so anyway, yes, uh, they're you know they're streaming it from the Apple site on an HP laptop, and they're saying that the the streaming isn't the, the interface isn't great because there isn't an actual app and stuff. Mm. It just seems like there needs to be a better. Yeah, if you if you don't have the Apple TV, it's just a, don't a, have the Apple TV or maybe a, a reasonably reasonably sized iPad. Yeah, it's, here, it's a bit of a hodge, yeah. isn't it? Well, even reasonably sized iPads, all right, if you're going to sit and watch it alone. Yeah, Not yeah, if yeah. You yeah. Watch it, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I kind of feel like these shows would exist if TV Plus didn't exist. Mm. Like these shows would get me it and just be sold to Netflix. Yes, they, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But know. more people would see them because they'd be on Netflix. Yeah, and I, I wonder is that a problem for the creators or are they just getting such fat bank from Apple they don't really care? Well, Apple is probably guaranteeing they they'll, they'll see the number. Not, people will see these things eventually. These I don't not. even think it's a numbers thing. I think it's a creativity thing. I think Apple have probably said, do what you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Mm. Do whatever you want. I think Apple has a, a very HBO approach to it. They yeah. just kind of said, look, we're just going to trust the creators. We're going to trust the showrunners. Yeah. Which was what, which was, wasn't what people thought they were going to do. No. People thought they were going to do the exact opposite and be very hands on and be very sort of, um, you know, Apple about it. Well, very sort of mumsy and yeah. kind of come in and, and make sure that the, 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 the content was as family friendly as possible yeah. and it turns out that it's actually harsher than most of the stuff out there yeah, and to be honest I would quite like for there to be a restriction on the thumbnails and the stuff that you know the, the, the trailers behind the apps and the Apple TV thing because there's stuff flashes up that I'm not particularly thrilled about mm. Ralphie seeing yeah um, I, I did notice now on the the last episode of the morning show there was a a content warning, which yes. is, which also was kind of strange. Well, that, a spoiler few, as well. Uh, the last uh, yeah, few had a had a couple about that, didn't the, they? The last two, I think. Yeah. Well, the, co- the content the, warning. The last was, one was specifically was a was a content warning for self harm and suicide. And as as soon as I read it, yeah, I knew exactly which character they were talking about, and I knew that they were gonna, um, yeah, 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 that they were gonna so do. That's the still thing a spoiler were, now for anyone. Who's oh yeah, of course. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so I didn't want to spoil it. So uh, yeah, I, but I knew I knew exactly who they were talking about. Recent episode of Truth Be Told as well. You know, it, it's this, this an episode depicts suicide, and it's uh, you're kind of well, you, well, you, yeah. I 
I don't need those warnings. I'm sure there's people who do need those warnings. But how, um, you, how do you? I mean, how do you deliver a warning like that before a thing without? I kind of was wondering it'd be nice I mean, if there, there was, was like no... a, a switch on the Apple TV to turn off content trigger warnings or something like that. Mm, you know? Yeah, I don't. I mean, but, it's a, it's a problem that's hard to solve. I think it's. I mean, it's very easy to flippantly go. I don't need to see those warnings. Yeah, but, but you could but be sat beside someone who does. But I understand other people do. You know, yeah, and that that's yeah. that's kind of the problem. I'm kind of going well. I know if, if they if, should do fake ones, they should put the real yeah. thing and five fake ones beside it. One of so, one of the three know, episodes, you um, know. It, peril to a horse. There might be <laughs> equine peril. <laughs> kids with glass in their hands, stuff like that. And then you watch it going. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It could be well, any one of these. I mean, that that adds a, a layer of attention to watching every single show. Then. <laughs> You're like, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that off Snoopy, but for God's sake, I really hope Snoopy doesn't run with that glass. I mean, I don't, I don't want to depart a trigger warning, but that would be a good way to, you if know, that would solve. a trigger warning, no, nothing no, is. No, I'm, I'm saying like five or six different kinds of possible trigger warnings okay. that aren't going to happen. Because, I mean, Does, if you're warned about a trigger and it doesn't happen, it's not as bad as... Like not being, I mean, I, I just think I, there's I, some people sitting the whole time going, "Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus!" He's going into that room. It's oh, oh, it's a birthday party. I can't watch spiders. It's got a other, spider warning on it. The other thing was, it said depictions of suicide. The suicide isn't depicted at all. Oh no, the episode of Truth Be Told. Oh, Truth Be Told. Okay, yeah, I'm not talking spoilers. About. Spoilers. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's. Gun to the face. All right, okay. Job, you know. Well, I mean, in Morning Show, it wasn't depicted at all. No, it wasn't. Um, which uh, kind of led me to put, post like, the oh, fact. That, that seems a bit. Mm. A bit well, it's it, slightly it unnecessary. Be, no, the Morning Show warning did not say suicide. It said self harm and drug, drug be, abuse. It used oh, right, to be you get those things not as trigger warnings, but afterwards, if you've been affected if you've by been anything, affected by those things. things. Yeah. But they know no one's staying after the credit from these things. But that's the thing. If you've been affected by it's too late. Yeah, I think they did realize they do need to put these warnings up front now because if you're if you're like literally rocking back and forth and you've, yeah. you've been seriously traumatized by that, that horse is, is sealed, yeah. as they say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of horses sealing, when are we going to be doing our role playing game? You're asking Eddie's, me. Eddie's on holiday. Oh, for so we don't know. Wait till Eddie gets back. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that is a brilliant segue. I because like a horse. Because you want to be a centaur, and we're going to be on a boat. See, you see what I did there. See, that was. I just realised I need to actually write something. Yeah, I know. I haven't written anything for him okay. yet either. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've sent him an update on mine. Oh, oh fuck me! <laughs> no, I haven't. I was joking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What do you think I am? So <laughs> over over um, the Christmas season, then uh, Netflix dropped a few new shows that uh, I see me talking like the kids dropping. Yo. dropping shows. Netflix, Yo. Netflix released a, I think the, the biggest streaming show of the season. Uh, outstripping the Mandalorian, which is surprising, but then Mandalorian <laughs> oh, is much less availability. So The Witcher, yes. which is a uh, see, you could have said by that talking of ropey Dungeons and Dragons style <laughs> characters. <laughs> <laughs> so The Witcher is an adaptation of a, I think it's Polish uh, yeah. series of novels. Which I think they were short stories initially, short stories right and then it. collected into a series of novels, and then and, famously they were made into a series yeah. of RPG games. Which is why they've got this kind of feeling of little choppy bits of story, yeah, because they they are adapted oh, that's from the short way they stories. Are, so okay. yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I don't think they're quite as choppy maybe as as the TV show is. I I I right. So I started watching it, and I thought. So it opens with a big monster and a thing, and I'm instantly in because it's got a big monster in it. I was watching it going, PJ is like sitting bolt up right, right now going, there's a man wrestling an octopus thing. 
<laughs> What's well, a giant spider with a human face kind yes. of monster? That's and and he's fighting away at him, and and I'm kind of and then he he gets he defeats it, and then he gets out, and he sees this little deer there, and the deer's been injured in the back, and he goes just not your day is Sorry. it yeah and it's like oh i'm in for this this show is going to be great and it's kind of bobbins and it's kind of great and it's kind I think of it has, rubbish it has and moments it's... of greatness in it tempered by bobbinsness <laughs> bobbinsness um i, th- I know I... a few friends of mine kind of watched the first couple of episodes and went i cannot this is awful and the first few are awful i think and there's a a confusing timeline thing that goes on in it where see i've had people tell me that they think that that even alluding to the timeline stuff is a spoiler and i don't think it is i think once you know that you're kind of it makes it easier you can reorient yourself yeah so yeah so it it feels like a a kind of monster of the week kind of thing it feels very monster of the week Uh, but at the same time this is happening there's this other st- strand of story that doesn't appear to be connected in yeah, any and you're, way. You spend the whole time wondering, what has this got to do with this? What the fuck is that about? And then you're kind of going, well, it must be important because otherwise they wouldn't put it in there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then it turns out that this strand of the story has been happening, it's happened yes. you know, so uh, this, 70 this, or 80 years before that. you're watching is stuff. happening like 10 years before here. Yeah. And then uh, every episode is it's almost like this timeline jumps ahead like two years mm. until... The last episode, whenever the timelines all converge, yeah, yeah. and the characters all kind of meet at the same place. Yeah. So the Witcher's Henry Cavill is, plays this, this character is called the Witcher, and the Witcher is this kind of mutated human. He's got like superpowers effectively I to fight monsters. How he's mutated? Well, the, that, well, there's the white there's, hair. <laughs> well, they make reference to his eyes, right? Yes. So, this, so they make reference to his eyes. I'm sure you can see in the dark. Or something. He can see in the dark, and I, I kind of because of, because I was in the works, and they had the Witcher book. I thought, fuck it, I'll buy that. So I mean, I'm in for a penny now at this point. I'll read any old bobbins about this stuff. Um, and in the book, it talks about how they do things to their their eyes to make them see in the dark, okay. and how they do stuff to their body to allow them to take these things that would be deadly to a normal human, but allow them to you know fight longer, have fun better stamina be faster and all this stuff but it also this whole process also deadens their emotional responses yes and so Henry Cavill's character is really kind of yeah you do his voice I can't hello and, and there's a, a brilliantly irritating character who turns up who, who it's like it's like me and you imagine me and you in an adventure Scott just imagine what it'd be like if you and I were on an adventure yeah yeah, it'd be exactly like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. So PJ would be the annoying character who who comments on everything. <laughs> who's as, a bard? Who's a happening. kind of wandering bard and stumbles across the Witcher and goes, "Oh God, oh, don't I can, sing!" I, <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing. And and because uh, I can't remember the words of the song, but I bet you do. Throw a coin to your Witcher. La da 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 da. I'm sure the it's song's a great wee song. Is it really? Oh, good? I loved it. I mean, as soon as the song played, I was straight on to Apple Music trying to find it. <laughs> uh, turns out Netflix really dropped the ball. Oh, they don't Appar- have it. Apparently, everyone who was involved with the show listened to that song. They're like, "That song's going to be a hit. That's going to be really, really popular on all the streaming sites." And Netflix were like, "Yeah." I mean, <laughs> they, we don't they, do music streaming. They did so? the same thing with uh, the Stranger Things soundtrack. Yeah. It took fucking forever to get the Stranger Things soundtrack I kinda, anywhere. I kind of like that because it's like a throwback to when, when Star Wars came out and the toys came out a year later. <laughs> <laughs> like that. And they originally sold you a bit of card for Christmas. <laughs> you know that story, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, so this song came out and, and it was instantly across all of the Twitters. Everyone was kind of. You know, talking about throw a coin to your Witcher and making memes out of it, but it wasn't available anywhere, and everyone's just ripping it from the Netflix episode. I think it may be finally on things to stream, but it's a it's a great wee song, and it's kind of like a comment on on the action up to that point in the story. 
Well, yeah. that's what that, you know. That's what a bard does. They, yeah, they, they, well, yeah. But that's the thing. It sort of talks about how, he, which is he, he, Henry Campbell's character is very kind of. Um, he's constantly he's very just. He's very like he every time like, something happens. He like, sounds like a Mitchell brother, basically. <laughs> <laughs> every time something happens, and he goes, he, "There's another monster over here." He just goes, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> just fuck. It's just constantly going. Fuck. And there, I think there's a super cut of all the fucks all oh, the way through right? it. Yeah. Um, and whereas the bard turns up and goes, I'm going to sing these songs about how brilliant you are and how, uh, you know, what a woman killer you are and all this stuff. And he's going, oh, fuck off. <laughs> but they kind of bond a bit later yeah. on, don't they? I think, I think the bard has the effect of kind of helping Smooth everyone everyone in the, in the valley see him as a, as yeah, a positive thing. And yeah, he starts at, getting paid for his at, work. At the start, there's a very clear, um, we don't like your sort around here kind of yeah. vibe coming off I everyone. I really understand about Witcher. I think it's because they're a bit weird. They're a bit but, weird. But they do kill the monsters. They do, yeah. So yeah. I don't really understand why no And there's, there's a them. lot of monsters in this world. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, it was good fun. It was didn't tax you terribly, although the... the there's the, a lot of nudity. There's a lot... Is there that much There's nudity? a lot of nudity. There's a funny <laughs> bit where, where he, goes in, he goes in to meet this kind of witch woman, and he walks through this group, this whole group, massive orgy going on. He, there's a guy he's talking to beforehand, and, yes. he, and he says, oh, I've got to bring apple, was it apple juice? He says, I've got to bring apple juice yes. to her. And uh, so he walks through this massive orgy carrying this carton of apple juice. He just walks up to her and goes, Apple juice. Apple juice. <laughs> it's quite funny because I, I thought it was funny. It's just there's a lot of sort of little funny dry yeah. bits like that. I mean, I so like. I was watching with Susie who is a big fan of the video games mm-hmm. and she knew who all the characters were. Yeah. So she, as, soon, as soon as this character appeared, she's like, is that going to be Yennefer? Mm. Is that, oh, this, this is, uh, and I think in the, in the game. Yennefer, the, the, I think, is his main love interest. Stroke, she's the, the witch. Uh, witchy yeah, enemy yeah. kind of and character. The, the bard is called something in the game. He's not called, uh, he's, he's called Dandelion yeah. in the game, but he's actually... Yaskier or something in the in yeah. the books. Yaskier. So she was like, I think this is Dandelion, and and uh, so she knew everyone who came along, and um, she knew all the relationships between the mm. people, you know, and she she really enjoyed it. So if you are a fan of the game, I assume by now you've watched the show, but if you haven't, you know, I I, I, I would out. say if you've watched the first couple of episodes and didn't really enjoy it, I would stick with it. I know I mean I hate when people go. I, stick I think with it, it got better as it went along. Yeah. I absolutely think yeah. it, it became much more engaging, especially as you started to feel the timelines merge and yeah. there was kind of an interest in seeing well how is all this going to resolve or how are these people going to eventually meet yeah. because we know that this person is going to have to meet this person so yeah. what happens when that when, yeah, that when that all happens and it turns out nothing <laughs> it turns <laughs> no, out that's where it ends yeah I think yeah and at that point it's very clear we're going to do a second series yeah. of this boys so and I'm trying to think well I'm, yeah, I'm up for a second series this was good fun which yeah. really the TV's been amazing some of the stuff that's been on has been incredible and and I, like stuff that I would have loved as a child is on now where you go and you look at that older stuff and you think oh the Incredible Hulk was rubbish wasn't it and well, Auto Man like the effects or the, the effects and the quality of the writing and, and just the general quality of the whole thing yeah and like I, some of the visual effects are incredible I mean like, the effects in The Witcher are incredible the effects in The Mandalorian are insane mm. um, interesting to see The Mandalorian is quite a lot of it's quite it's made an Unreal Engine mm-hmm you know, so it's made in a video game engine. I think. I think as well. There's actually a lot of models used. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of because I saw somebody was talking about um, on Twitter saying uh, they they built a sand crawler which had been sent to Lucasfilm in the UK because it was too costly to ship it uh, from the States. So they built, bought this one off this guy who'd built a replica. And he was going, but that's not the one they used in The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian one, they, they ended up getting a different one. So they're still using models for a lot of The Mandalorian stuff. But it's just the compos- compositing of this stuff together is so much smoother. And, you know, you can't see the joins anymore the way you would have done. Mm. 
Um, so it's pretty good. So before Christmas, you were pretty excited about Wurzel Gummidge. <gasps> oh, Wurzel Gummidge was brilliant. I was right to be excited. I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't interested, so I didn't watch Did it. Did you not watch it at all? And you were bored. I, I do you know what? I just felt this. He looked I, fucking mental. I felt it was pitched at younger children. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you. I think <laughs> I, I agree. I think it was pitched at much younger. I'm sitting watching it with an. I, th- I felt Annette. it was pitched at the Paddington same age as yeah. Paddington crowd. Now the problem is with Paddington. I, I there's really, a lot of knowing stuff. There was in a lot of knowing well. stuff for adults, and I felt like this wasn't really like that at all. No, you know, it no. Was, but it was a, there was a kind of night. Uh, I think I liked it because it had this sort of folk. Lori charm to it that, yeah. that you don't get in anything else at all. There's nothing on TV that has this, and there's there's elements of stuff that I watched when I was a kid. Not just Wurzel Gummidge, obviously, but you know things, sort of folk horror stuff that you'd have seen when when I was a younger kid. The Wicker Man. Uh, well, not just the, not the Wicker Man, but like this. The I can't remember. There's stuff that was on ITV and things about like the Tomorrow People and but okay. but stuff like that. Not the Tomorrow People are all sci-fi. But, Day of the Triffids. Uh, Day of the Triffids sci-fi again. Uh, <laughs> Um, but there was like I think there's some there's some called the Singing Stones or something it was a okay. it was an old uh, TV show so so there's all elements of this kind of stuff in it and like there was did you did you watch it how much I, did I, you watch I watched the first one in, in entirety and I just was not compelled to watch the second one at yeah. all and for all I know the second one was like you know is the one that kind of took it to the stars there, yeah there's there's bit there are bits of it that are kind of this felt like rent a ghost level kind of thing, yeah. but at the same time, I was in for it because of the folklore stuff, mm. and the music was beautiful. I like the music by by the Unthanks was really lovely. You've mentioned the Unthanks before, I know because they're great. I love the Unthanks. I'll link them again. I, I, I don't really remember it to be honest. I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of tuned out. Look at me honest. like that for, it. and then oh, but but also uh, not only is that so that's still on uh, iPlayer, but also all of the Detectorists is on iPlayer at the moment. Yeah, well, uh, the iPlayer have really stepped up their game in the last sort of uh, month or so. Where they've just started loading on loads and loads of quality older shows. That Do you think someone someone over at, at the BritBox has gone? What the fuck? What? What? Hey, hey, hey! Don't. What are you doing? What? What about us? Do you think that's what's I, going I, on? I, I don't know what the the thinking is behind it, but but they do seem to be. You know, mining the old, the really old stuff. Like they've well, got like all the series of porridge on there. Oh, have they? All right, yeah. okay. And, uh, well, I'll tell you, the, the detectorist because I started watching it again last. I really year. need to give it another go and, and sit down and watch it again. Have probably. you not watched it all? I think I watched the first episode or something. Probably before, and I just kind lost of lost interest in it. Yeah, but I'll. I'll it's I'll, beautifully I'll watch shot, it. and it, I mean, it's got all the. It's like there's so much quality in it that you kind of, even if it was nothing, you would go, well, it's, it was still beautiful to look at. But I, I mean, maybe it's just not your speed. That could be it. I well, know. you know, I mean, something that was my speed over Christmas and uh, well, New Year anyway was the new Dracula. Oh, oh I right, the first that's interesting. Oh, right, the first episode. Well, you talk about the first episode. Yeah, the second episode is <laughs> bonkers. And the okay, third okay episode, the first episode we can talk about the first episode, but the second episode <laughs> and the third episode. Well, is, I, you can I, skip I it. would say that yeah, I think PJ's assessment's right. I think the first episode is what you expect. The second episode is huh, and the third episode is. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's unfortunately, Hannah, deci- Hannah said she really wanted to watch it. I wasn't that fussed after having seen the trailer. Yeah. But she wanted to watch it. And then I found out that it was Mark Gaddis yeah. was co-creator. And I thought, okay, I like Mark Gaddis. And Stephen Moffat is the uh, other yeah, one. Stephen Moffat. I mean, like, it I feels very, very Moffat and Gaddis. Like, like the Sherlock team doing Dracula. Yeah. 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 Even though they've got David Ar- Arnold and Martin Prince doing the – Martin Prince? Martin Price. 
uh, doing the the music as well. The music felt so much like Sherlock. I was like, mm. is Sherlock going to show up in this? <laughs> do, do, and and watch, he is you've, referenced. You've watched all three episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so episode two is inside number nine. Because in the first episode, the, one of the women said, "If episode one is Sherlock, episode two is inside number nine. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> um, so we put it on last night, and about fifteen minutes in, Hannah goes, "I don't really understand what's going on here." <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. And it turned out she put on episode three. <laughs> wow, okay, wow. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Well, we can talk spoilers then, because people then, have seen so, it. And then you, we went back. You've already seen part of it I've anyway. seen part of it. But I literally only the first 15 minutes. So then we went back and watched the first episode, which I was... It was a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. it is a very, very enjoyable. I, there is one thing. I mean, I was a bit sus, and I wasn't dead fond of it. Of it's, it's like Dad Killer because he keeps making dad jokes. He, he does. He keeps, make, he keeps he makes going these really arch, sort of like. This, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're well, a bit drained. Yeah, you're a bit drained. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I've been sucking on your neck all night. Oh no, that's too far. <laughs> that's too far. What I meant is, yes, I I've been enjoying your life presence, your yeah. force. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all a bit raised eyebrow. Oh, I really, really like that guy. He's Dracula. great. Yeah, he is, he, he looks is good. so much like Christopher Lee. Well, there's there's one or two shots in the uh, in the first episode that are direct attempts to recreate like the Christopher Lee biting down, yeah, and then they use and then they use those for the stills because I, I yeah. a couple of times I've clicked on things thinking, oh, this looks like Christopher Lee mm. Dracula, and it's not. He, he like he, they, well, the first the first episode has a very feel of of um uh, what do you call it? Bram Stoker's Dracula, the uh, the Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, and it felt like it was almost retreading all of that. So that's, I, I, that's I, the episode I liked the least. Yeah, and I know whenever I was watching it, I kind of dozed off once or twice, not not to miss anything, but just kind of like. I know yeah. I was nodding off because I felt like I've seen this all before. I was surprised at how gory it was as well, given the archness of the... Yeah, I think I was surprised at that too. And I kind of was pleased at that. I thought, yeah. well, you know, they're clearly... Yeah, this, especially the scene... It's got a voice. Or the yeah. shots when it, he is transforming from wolf to man. Yes. And he goes, oh, was everyone lo- loves a bit of fur. <laughs> yes, I don't know about you ladies, but I like a bit of fur. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Um, so episode two, you don't see this, but episode two, he goes on the boat, and 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 that that's the connection between episode one and episode three, yeah. where he's suddenly on in, in well, the modern yeah. day. The thing is, you're watching episode two, and you think this is kind of not 100 percent faithful, but they're kind of doing a re- yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, re- a, a retelling of, of the yeah. book, and it's clever because you're kind of watching you're watching this thinking, well, it's a new take on the book. I'm enjoying this, and then at the end. <laughs> When he climbs up on the Whitby Bay, mm. um, I was just kind of gobsmacked. I was like, "This is really audacious." This yeah, is- I'm, I was a bit annoyed because I it, wish it stole- I didn't know now because yeah. I know what happens. Yeah, I know, I know. Because it sort of stole, not stole, but um, when when I had floated the idea of doing um, uh, zombies on the Titanic called Dead in the Water, right? This is the uh, zombie comic book. Is that what I was, it was called? It was, called, it was going to be called Dead in the Water. No, you had a better name than that. No, no, it was Dead in the. I think it was Dead in the Water. No. Well, anyway, I mean, whatever it was name. called, they, I, somebody said to me, "What would the sequel?" So the the, the plot of it, as such as it was, was Titanic's going to discover there's zombies on there. The zombies going to attack and kill everyone. The captain's going to realize they can't take the zombies to New York, so they're going to crash into an iceberg and sink the boat. And yeah. that was the the gist of the the story. Good story, I thought. And somebody said, "What would you do for a sequel?" I said, "I thought 
oh, I know what to do. The zombies would eventually arrive in New York like 100 years later. They'd yeah. walk from the bottom. Dead late. Yeah, dead late. <laughs> dead late. Um, and, uh, but that's the kind of gist of what happened in, in Dracula. That's the gist of it. Well, is, sort of, is yeah. They, I mean, he's, he, he goes into hibernation. He just doesn't yeah. realize how long he's in Well, I, I assumed he was walking the entire time. Yeah, so <laughs> because they, because they, they, they don't show the, the intervening, you know. Yeah, the gap. Time. They don't show yeah. what's happened. They just show that suddenly he's there. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it all goes about Torchwood. Yes, that's if, if episode one is Sherlock, episode two is inside number nine, episode three is Torchwood. That's what's yeah. going on there. Um, it's a it's a mixed bag, really. I mean, and part of me really wanted to see more of the original Dracula, and you know, in Victorian London. Well, I, and stuff. I kind of felt like they they just didn't want to retread that. You know, they they're like, well, they, we've the, seen so the, many versions. The of interviews that. the interviews I've read said that what suggests what they wanted to do was when the book original book came out, it was what one of the things that was the frisson frisson the frisson the frisson of it was that they had this gothic this you know ancient monster in comes modern to times. modern times and yeah. modern times were Victorian London and the, the, I read a thing saying that um, even in the book Dracula there's reference to torches that weren't really being they, they used at exist. the point they kind didn't, of sci-fi yeah, yeah. So, so there's elements of kind of sci-fi in it which have stopped being sci-fi it's become a historical book about us you know it's become a, a period piece now yeah. and so what they wanted to do was kind of bring that back again to make it feel like what would happen if this gothic monster arrives in modern times you know yeah. but the, but it wasn't really modern times it was it was Torchwood Britain it well was, I, I kind of like some of the conceits of it uh, Susie kind of thought they were a bit cheap in places but the notion that he could he can learn what people well I thought that was a clever idea I th- I like that he idea he learns that, what people know from but, drinking but their blood but it did lead him to an awful lot of you are what you eat you know a yes. lot of that kind of knowing well, guys well there's great, great bits like I, I stuffed your husband in the white box she says, <laughs> he's in the fridge she says is the fridge the white box yes <laughs> and she says yes yeah. well that's where I put him <laughs> I know but there, there are moments whenever all of that he has he 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 he'll suck the air and be like what's what's that thing the car oh thanks bob uh, yeah or yeah, thanks bob thanks, like bob. Well, why didn't you know what the fucking fridge was <laughs> my my uh my head kind of was it takes a wee while for that stuff to kind of settle in and digest you know <laughs> because there he, was also, I mean, he knew I the phone was i you know. you, the, part of the things that i didn't like about it is sometimes you can feel the writing room you know you can yeah. feel and 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 i felt at one point when dracula goes Blood is lives. It's someone in the writing writing room went, what if blood isn't life? What if blood is lives? Lives, And and they went, and you know, like if he sucks their blood, he understands everything about their life and he accumulates all this information and knowledge. What if we do that? And he went, that's a good idea. We'd better explain it really thoroughly though so people know that that's our conceit. Make sure sure we say blood is lives a lot and (laughs) and also make sure he he really like have a bit where he learns German by just sucking off a German. (laughs) (laughs) It's all bratwurst. <laughs> that uh, that wasn't exactly what I intended to say that, but I'll ke- we'll keep it in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> so I I was really really enjoying it, and then I'm just gonna spoil it now for Scott. Dracula dies at the end. Yeah, that and, death made no sense. And at I was all. kind of a bit annoyed because there, what I really wanted was like an annual type Dracula. Show. Yeah, something to go on. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, they can't they can't even go, well, we'll explain the gap between the boat and in London because he was just in a box. He was in a box the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I really, really wanted um them to kind of I thought I thought they built they put so much work into like redefining the character and having all these great little ideas for how Dracula works and then stripping away the, the 
the weaknesses mm. by saying, I thought that was a, a brilliant moment to say, all these things that you think are weaknesses, the sunlight, the crucifixes, you know, that's all in your head. That's mm. just stuff that because <coughs> you're, you're, imposing on you're scared of death mm. and you think these things matter, but they don't matter. And I just thought the well, idea I have my of problems having, with that, but that, I just like the idea of like a, an ancient being wandering around mod, modern London or modern Britain. Yeah. And not, and, you know, just doing what he wants and having people who are trying to stop him. But he's like a walking weapon of mass destruction. Ah, you want those Anne Rice and vampire novels then is what you're after. Yeah, a bit less gothic fruity, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I, just, I, 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 I like I liked the, the more modern take on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But that, they've stuffed that. They've stuffed it. I mean, yeah. they. I think they thought they'd be a dead clever by like having the whole thing end. Yeah. And I just see it as a wasted opportunity, you know, yeah. because they're clearly not going to do any more Sherlock. Yeah. Like that, that that's gone. You know, they're, you know the Sherlock is... is I wanted to find uh, uh, Dracula meets the Wolfman or something. Let's have a modern update on all of these things. But they could have had Sherlock meets Dracula. Yeah, they yeah. could. Have, they could have done it. You know, it it would have fit. It would have worked. You know, mm. they would have pulling all these Victorian characters in the modern the modern world. Yeah, and see how they go. And you could have had a little BBC world of uh, easily had a Frankenstein in there. Get Jimmy Nesbitt back as Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I like that. How's show? about that it? Good. How's it going there, Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in a lighter, in a lighter tone, has anybody? The answer is going to be no. Has anybody watched Staff Let's Flats? No. no. It feels like it feels like a show for younger people than me. No, and that they would go. Oh, it is, of course, it you is haven't a watched it, Granddad. That one of two things: Ron will either hate it, okay, or I can see Ron being completely doubled over in hysterics. What's it about? Ooh, I'm willing to this take money. The, <laughs> this is the second series of Staff Let's Flats. It's on Channel 4, so it's on 4 On Demand, or all four, or whatever they call it now. Okay. Staff is a second-generation Cypriot living in London who works for his father's uh, letting agency. Okay. Um, that's basically it. It is a workplace comedy set in this Cypriot-ran Latin agency, and it is one of the funniest shows that I have seen in a really long time. Okay. It is written by the star, who's, who is staff. Um, he's a big, tall, lanky He's a big, tall, lanky fella. And, and his sister in the show is also his sister in real life, who is also a comedian. She is a comedian in her own right as well. Would um, I know him from anything? Not him. You'll probably know her from. She's been on. She does like eight out of ten cats and that. Like she has been on bits okay. and pieces like that. Um, and it's just one of the weirdest, funniest shows. Really original writing. It's just. It's really, really good. It's really funny. Okay. And I think I'll you check would it like, out. I think it, you would like it a lot. I'm always interested in a, in a weird new thing. Yeah. I. I they're, they're, well, I was going to say speaking of weird new things. Uh, servant, I, yeah, you were pointing to Pablo there. <laughs> <laughs> servant, so uh, servant is on is another TV plus or <clears throat> Apple TV plus show. Um, I'm obsessed with the show. I like it annoys me so much that the episodes are only a half hour. I just oh, feel like they feel longer. I just think you couldn't fit more weirdness in. There's because so it, much like, weird. it got really weird because I've only up to about it, episode three or four. Or oh, oh my so. god, it gets so much weirder. Oh, you, okay. you haven't even got anywhere close to it being oh, okay. weird. Wow, well, okay. Like it feels, it feels like just David whenever Lynch it hits peak weirdness, they're like credits. You're like, no, 
Okay. Well, yeah, every episode kind of builds them. We just kind of go, what the? And then the credits yeah. start. Like, <laughs> I, what I'm worried about now with only two episodes left is that we're not going to get... Oh, I don't think we're going to get any serious answers. I think, I mean, the, the the creator said that he wants this to run for like seven seasons. Yeah. And I'm totally up for that. But he's got, just, I'm he's d- got to give me a hook at the end yeah, of the Yeah, there, there needs to be episode. something at the end of... like, <clears throat> And, the the, and at the, the end of seven series, they'd better explain the fuck, what the fuck. fuck. I, I mean, I feel like we're in Antichrist territory. Uh, Hannah thinks... Hannah, Hannah, <laughs> neither do I, Siri. Neither do I. Hannah thinks... She, because she has become very addicted to it, and she has went down a couple of Reddit rabbit holes. I've been avoiding reading anything. Yeah, like I told her, I didn't want to hear anything. But her, but her thing is, she thinks it's the house. Oh, okay. She thinks that it that it is the house that is that's weird. That's weird. Okay. Um, I mean, whenever her uncle turned up, yes. Fuck me. So yeah. Apple TV is. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine a month. You can watch the first two episodes for nothing. Yes. Of everything. And then you get a week free or a month free. A I think week. it's only a week. Yeah, it's only a week. But you can watch a shitload of stuff you in a week. You can watch a shit ton of stuff yeah, in yeah. a week. Yeah. Um, and to be honest. I'd say wait two weeks and then you can watch the entirety of uh of first seri- first series of Servant and yeah. probably two nights. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is if you Or if you buy an Apple piece of kit and then return it, you'll get it for free for <laughs> a year. Yeah. That's happened to me. I am um, <laughs> Yeah, if you wait two weeks, you get to watch. You could do morning show, servant, and for all mankind. I'd say and in C. a week. I love C. I, I haven't really, started C yet. I really loved it. I, I haven't it started. Is it finished as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was only eight episodes um, in the first season. I mean, we've talked. You guys talked about servant before. I had started watching it on a previous episode. So I don't want to retread. Mm. I think it's the best shot of all the series. I think it's. I think it's. Um, it's the most interesting look. I think you know the morning show looks pristine. Like yes. the morning show is is an immaculate looking um, yeah. show. I'll say this for the Apple TV stuff: it is the best looking shows yeah. on any streaming platform. Yeah. Like you watch it and you're like, money has been spent. Yeah, and spent well. Yeah, and even like I've seen bits and pieces of The Witcher, but you're like, mm, it feels a bit, feels a bit cheap. I, but it's it's like the stuff in For All Mankind. The stuff in For All Mankind, like we, me and Ron were talking before, it is. Gravity, interstellar level, visual effects and drama and tension, like it is it's incredible that okay. they've been able to do it to do it. I mean well it's not incredible because I don't know what the budget is. But the character stuff is is what keeps you going yes. in those shows. And yeah. the character stuff in For All Mankind is is just right up there with the best shows. I, I yeah. that seems like a show and at night should sit and watch, but we just started watching Lost in Space second series. Oh, I can't is, wait for I like I really like the first like Yeah, I know it's out, but I haven't I haven't well, I've completely that's, forgotten that's, everything about the first series. That's another of. show that I only watched the first episode of and I was kinda like Meh. The, the, I quite the, enjoyed the, it. The thing about it is I think uh, I don't know if I can sell you on it without spoiling. Oh, I mean like I assume they're lost in space. Well the, the thing is <laughs> that the thing is that they're not <gasps> now I'm hooked. <laughs> so the the first series is what you expect. It's a crash landed ship, and they're kind of like they're there's there's but there's a whole kind of colony of people, um, with them, and they're all going to try and get back to yeah. to where they um, to where they came from. Um, it's not until the end of the first season that the family get lost in space. Ah, okay. Um so you spend the whole, you know, the first kind of season with all these kind of groups of people. And then the family, I think they think they find a way off and they're going to try. And then if I remember right, something goes wrong and they end up lost in space. Ah, okay. Um, so and the, the, so the second season is where the lost in space. 
Yeah, like, maybe not, quite, that you not quite the way you think of it. You have to watch the Yeah, yeah it's not, yeah. I don't want to say anything about it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what I want is someone to remake Land of the Giants. <laughs> oh, I love Land of the Giants. God, that was a good series. Can't Land remember. of the Giants. I never watched it. Don't you never watched Land of the Giants? Yeah. It's just a bunch of uh, shots of people being really, really, like, you know, uh, like pretending this person's really, really small. Like you build a giant Diet Coke can. Yeah. And have them hide behind the Diet Coke oh, can. Oh, that's yeah. why you like it. Yeah. I, I the just giant like, Diet Coke can. I just like anything I mean, where people are pretending to be really, really small. That was that and Time Tunnel were Time like Tunnel. two of my favorite mm, yeah. shows whenever I was a kid. Tell me this, right? So we talked a lot about film and TV. Have you made any resolutions this year? Because it is like we're still sort of, we're just in the start of the I, new year. Have you made any? Have you given them up? Have you? Well, oh. I do have resolutions. Are you? Are they like wishes you can't tell or? Not really. Well, that's do you the think thing. if you say that's them, the that's the thing about uh, they lessen their impact. Not, not that they're going to let. No, not that they're going to lessen any impact because my, I, I don't think anything's going to come of it anyway. But it's just one of those things where if you then if if you say it out loud and you don't do it, then you're you just maybe feel like yours is the same as mine. Oh, really? Is it to have sex with each other? Because uh, that's uh, the only way I can see this ending. I want to try and take photography more seriously this year. Oh yeah, that's definitely one of mine. Yeah, and my aim is to by the end of the year to have enough photographs. To just to produce a hardback book of my own, of sort of oh, okay, stuff cool. Yeah, and, yeah that would be good. Like, I what, do you want to share your my my? I'm going to write a film. Oh, right. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have, the weekend. <laughs> have you? Have you? Because I, normally I make New Year's, and they're not dissimilar kind of things. Yeah. I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. But where they always fall down is I don't make them concrete enough. You know, it, it, well, I, I, it's I, like I, it's like if you're going to write a film, like I decided I would write more. Yeah, and I thought, well, I what, don't know what, what that write? means. That's yeah. nebulous. You know, yeah. it's a bit nebulous. Yeah. And then you kind of go, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll write this. Yeah, I'll write this. So one of the first things I did just uh, coming up to Christmas was I took a dread script that I'd written and went, fuck it, I'm just going to draw this because I'd been toying with sending it off and doing something with it and sending it to some writer friends and stuff. And it always came back, and I thought it's never going to be drawn unless I sit down and draw it and then I'll know it's been written. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to go back into the writing of it. So I did that. And then um, I thought well, I should write. So that's actually, once you decide to do that, just do it. It's yeah. a lot easier to just do it. Yeah. And so um, I, there's a, a fanzine called the 77, which is doing um, essentially a small press comic based on the idea of the comics from the seventies, the, you know, the sort of boys comics from 1977, 76, uh, that kind of era. And they said, oh, you know, if because they'd seen Thomas's comics. And they went, it'd be great if Thomas could write something because we have another kid doing some stuff. I went, fuck off, I'll do something. I was going to say, like, it's bad whenever Thomas is getting job I know. offers. Like, I know. PJ, we're doing, we're doing this comic. PJ's like, yep, yep, food on the table. And like, we're wondering if Thomas wants to pitch something. <laughs> we really like some of that holding magic. <laughs> Not you. Not you. <laughs> Well, it's small press. There's no money on the table. But um, I said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll check with Thomas. Thomas does not. You can't push him into doing things. You just let him create in whatever way he does. Um, but I kind of went, but I would like to do something. I could do something. I went, oh, we've got some scripts here. I went, no, I'm going to write something. And I did yesterday. <laughs> I just sat down and went, fuck it. I'm going to just set aside a day and do that day. So um, the Channel Hex stuff I've been talking about, the small press thing, or the the... Uh, what do you call it drawing a 64 page gra- effectively graphic novella thing um, instead of going I'm going to do that through the year I've gone every Friday I'm going to take all that Friday is my day for doing that mm. that's what I do on a Friday Yeah. so if it's not drawn it because I don't have a script it'll be some other part of that and yeah. that's what I'm doing so I make it well, concrete I'm, I don't have a timeline set out for, for my thing at the minute but I am learning the <clears throat> the tech 
technique, the technologies behind writing a script properly, okay. Okay. behind uh, f- proper formatting and yeah. Structure. <clears throat> like feature film yeah. or okay is there a danger film or is there, is there a danger like last year when i decided to do some writing and i bought every writing book there was and read them all and yeah. we attended a conference and a couple of things i attended i never did any writing whatsoever yeah and i mean sure uh, that's the dangerous procrastination i know what i want like to- you could write a first draft of a film on anything on a on a typewriter yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, and you don't need to worry about the format because it's the first draft it's yeah. a, what's important there is getting all the ideas down and then seeing what's wrong with it is yeah. there an idea I mean, yes. is there a film you want to write yes. okay yes. so and do you have like anything written on that already no okay i have if you were treatment? hit by a car tomorrow hannah would go <gasps> he never he never even left the plot <laughs> he, never even, <laughs> he never submitted a treatment <laughs> yeah not for the script anyway <laughs> like is it is it worth doing doing the treatment to see if you can get then funding from someone to write the script? Is it worth doing no, the treatment to not. see if especially you can... not especially not as a first time writer <clears throat> trying to write a feature? But they might like the treatment. They, they they might like the treatment. I mean, I regardless of whether it's going to get made or not, I, I want it out of my head. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's what I want. That's from the th- it. that's the thing I find withdrawn. The thing is that it's not out of my head. Yeah, it's once been it, sitting in the back of my head for ten years. Done, it's yeah, gone yeah. from my head. But but I mean, you can achieve that. By just sitting in front of Notepad and typing yeah, it without, yeah, I'm typing without, away. I just, I just, I, wanna, I mean, and then going back in and reformatting yeah, the thing yeah. the way you want. I want to make sure that whenever I plot, <clears throat> that whenever I plot it out, it is as as good as I can make it. Yeah, but that's um, like that's uh, uh, cards on a board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's, all of those things. Um, but I'm wondering what's stopping you from doing that part of it. The cards on the boards. Yeah. Um, I don't have a board. <laughs> Or cards. Or cards. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I feel like like you're you're kind of, the, the danger is, and I do this. Is, it's only is, the fucking seventh. I know, but I've already, <laughs> I've already written something. That's what I'm saying, is the danger is that you, you go, well, I need to know how to, like, we, you and I bought this masterclass thing. Yeah, right? I was going to talk about that yeah. today. Yeah. So I, we bought this, as you know, we, yes. we, I bought the masterclass, give you access to a free, because they give you one, you buy one, I won't get, get one free. free. So we paid half each. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, um, although for tax purposes, I paid it fully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, I have watched. The one about a couple of things on magic, something on cooking, and two or three of the Neil Gaiman writing ones, and I've kind of gone. I I feel like I should just do these things. Like I feel like every every other thing will be uh, taking me away from doing some writing, and the one that's about writing will be me sitting there going, I could be, I could just just sit and write. Yeah, I mean, I I know <clears throat> I don't feel like that really. I watched the um, Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. one on screenwriting. I watched the Penn and Teller one on magic and I am about halfway through the David Mamet mm-hmm. um, one on writing drama. Okay. And I just love them. Yeah. I just love them. Are, there, are I, you watching them like, oh, this is a good podcast I'm listening to? Are you watching them going, I better take fucking notes? No, I'm not, no I'm not taking notes. That's, that I'm might be my problem. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking copious notes and going, oh, Jesus, slow no. to pause. <laughs> how long are each of them? Pause. I mean, like, how long is... I, mean, there, there, I think there was like 39 lessons in the Sorkin one. But like, what's, what's that? Half hour. No, they're anywhere between four and 20 minutes. Okay. Like what? Like one of the four minute ones will be him talking, going down. Right. This is a pencil. This is. <laughs> these are. <laughs> this is a board, like, and these are notes. You'll need these. These are these are some do's and don'ts that I <coughs> that I live by, and then you're done and you're out. But then he goes into so what this the, the reason why I like the Sorkin one so much is he, he breaks, left the West Wing. Yeah, he in, breaks down at the an end episode, of season four. He? Mm-hmm. he never watched another episode 
of the West Wing. So he gets four. He should. It's good. I know. He gets four writers in a room. Th- th- this feels vaguely like uh, someone's gone, we need you to do a workshop. We went, at fucking last. Yeah. I'm going to show those fuckers what that series should have looked like. <laughs> and it feels and a then, little So he like- gets four writers and they decide that they're going to break the pre-title. Yeah. The cold open and the first and the first act of season five, episode one of the West Wing, if Sorkin had still been writing it. Yeah. And it's basically what it's like to be in a writing room, a writer's room. And then those four writers all read the first like five pages of a either a feature or a series that they are writing. And he gives them notes okay. on um on what that is. As well as going into like his kind of methodology on writing and structure and and that kind of stuff as well um and it to be honest it's just nice to hear people talking about the west wing i would sit and, i would sit and listen and talk about the west wing all fucking day do you listen to the west wing podcast yeah i do listen to west wing weekly yeah with um with uh josh molina and, and the, you know the further we get away from the west wing in reality the further more, away, more fantastical the, the more, it seems. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. more weird and like fantasy land it, yeah. it just appears. Like, oh, um, that that president knows what he's doing. He yeah. he seems to not be an idiot. One of the things I find interesting in the Sorkin one is just like ever, it's the people who don't like Sorkin were like, well, no real people talk like that. Um, when it comes to his dialogue, and he was like, well, nobody complained that Shakespeare wrote how people like yeah. exactly how people talked, yeah, and that yeah. was all fine. Yeah, was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I just enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is artifice anyway. So yeah. to, to complain about one particular aspect of the artifice well, of that, it that is nonsensical. The Witcher people were complaining that the, the uh, a lot of the language people are using is anachronistic, and I'm mm. like, well, one anachronistic this, to what? Anachronistic to what exactly? This isn't set at any particular time, and people have been or using, place. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, like when when I started watching Game of Thrones, and I, and I kind of realized. This isn't even Earth. Well, that was. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what planet this is. Yeah, but remember, like Snoop Dogg's review of a Game of Thrones. He was like, "It's crazy to see the shit that happened back then." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I, I pointed out, said, "Well, one, this never happened, and, and two, they've been using anachronistic dialogue since Shakespeare. Shakespeare, yeah. like, was writing for the time, so people were using language." That reflected and also, the also, time and place that they don't lived forget, in. Shakespeare kept inventing words. Well, yes. <laughs> and can you imagine sitting there going, "What, what, what did they say there now? Have you ever heard that word before?" Yeah, but what, like, what Shakespeare that? was writing about Anthony and Cleopatra, he didn't have them speaking in ancient Roman. Yeah, you know, yeah. This, yeah. it had to be something that yeah. people could relate to at the time. Had, you know, he had them the, speaking the in Stanley Thor language. That's yes. the way. <laughs> the same criticism was put against the wire. I can't understand what they're saying in the wire. You're like, well, if you if you if we put it in your parlance. It wouldn't make any fucking sense yeah. because it's not everything it should be, be dubbed West Belfasty. And, and the thing is, like, if you if you don't understand the wire, tough. Yeah, like you're you, thick. Yeah, well, it's not that you're thick. You either need to pay more attention. If you can't pick it up from if context. You can't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like they the, the the one that everybody talks about is they never explain what a re up is. Mm-hmm. And if you like, and if you if you can't figure that out within the first five instances of it being used, and then you seeing what a re up is. Yeah. Then the show's not for you. Like <laughs> pick an, pick something simpler. Yeah, a show that is reflect that is you know reflecting social and class structure and drug culture and it's probably just not for you. Yeah, I just to go back to The Witcher for a second. One thing I would say about The Witcher as well is they, they it's quite a mixed cast. Like they, they're people of color, every interspersed at random and not a kind of oh 
all of the elves or black people or it's none of that yeah. stuff. Uh, and it shows up Game of Thrones for being slightly racist. Well, unimaginative, <laughs> I, mean, I would say. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, sticking to what they, they kind of were trying to uh, depict as what, like a, a Middle Ages Medi- European setting. Yeah, like med- medieval stuff is generally England. Generally, yeah, that's like, yeah, but, but, that's, but, but, but it doesn't have no, to be. No, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I mean, first of all, it doesn't have to be. And second of all, that's not medieval. That's a different planet. Exactly. But they're all speaking English. Yeah. And they are. So in order that we can understand it. In order that we can understand it. <laughs> but um, they're still so they speaking. Don't, they don't need no, they to. Don't, no, they don't need to. But I'm just saying that's the trope that they're fault that they are falling into. But the Witcher, they say, well, there's black and brown people here. And, you know, every every sort of, you know, person under the sun in this universe. And so what's, what's, it's notable because it shouldn't be notable. It should, yeah, it, it, do, it does stand notable, out. But it you do, you do like, kind of notice it, you know. Yeah, but, you notice that, that 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 there's a normal distribution of of people of mixed yeah. race and, and so on. Whereas you wouldn't normally see that in a TV show. But that, that uh, feels like that should be what's normal. But we yeah. what, but we probably pick on it because we're from Northern Ireland yeah. and we're not the most culturally diverse. What? Country. <laughs> the most uh, diverse person I knew was sitting producing this show. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's probably because that's not our day to day. No, um, experience. And that's, uh, that's but then my day to day experience isn't big blokes on horses chopping off monsters' heads. No, that's that's, that's so, very true as well. But yeah, so that's Speak for yourself. It's yeah. what I do. <laughs> so here, shall we? Shall we do a pick of the week? Because we didn't do one last week, and no, I feel like I feel no, like we, we should do one. Week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I treated myself to a birthday present because I knew no Fucking one. Fucking hell! <laughs> 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 Is that blowjob again? <laughs> Stop it. Um, I bought myself a pair of uh, wireless headphones that that, you, that were. I'm looking for them to show you them. Yeah, I know. Okay. Wait, do you have them with you? Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, why. You can, you other, otherwise, I go to keep making eye contact with me and it, it, talking. It's just like, well, the, the, that's how people talk, Scott. They make <laughs> eye contact and talk. It's just to the, not make eye contact and talk is autism. That's the, the, the socks and the uh, last hello, episode. hello, PJ, <laughs> pot, pot kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let me get let me get it. Hang on. There we go. Oh, bump. So, what are the wireless headphones you got? That, uh, that's why I'm looking for them. I can't remember. Oh, uh, God's sake. Well, they're 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 a little new brandy that turned up in um, uh, Sainsbury's, and okay. they're like thirty five pounds <laughs> for uh, what are they? J Lab, they're called. <laughs> they're great. They have four hours uh, uh, battery in the headphones. They're huge. Well, they might they fit in your ears. I mean, uh, not no, 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 I've got headphones in, obviously. <laughs> um, I've only got little ears. They fit fine. And they were only 35 quid. I thought, well, I'm having those. They look great. They are a bit sore. I mean, what? half an hour. Is <laughs> 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 they're fantastic? I fucking hurt them. <laughs> I've had them. I've had them since Christmas, and I haven't had to charge them yet. So you might as well stick paper clips in your ears. You wanted, You said they've only got four hours battery life. No, and the in the, in the, in the head and the and the earbuds have got four hours, and the thing they've got about eighteen hours, I think. Oh right, okay. So I all together, the, twenty four hours. Hanging off the, the thing. It's, oh, it's the charging cable. Oh, it's a USB it. charging cable. <laughs> it's a USB. Yeah, Listen, that means you have to have this inch long cable hanging out of the wall socket. No, you can get an extension cable. <laughs> it means if I'm in the car and my headphones need charged, I can plug them in. Like Just in Mr. 260 pound <laughs> eye ear, Apple earphones. What's wrong with my dinky headphones? I just got my die. 
What's yeah. wrong with my dinky headphones? Uh, they're good. Well, they're not comfortable for a start. They are comfortable you for the first the- 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just long enough to watch an episode of something. That's uh, all I'm saying. Let's see. What about you, Scott? Do you have any picks? No, not, not anything that's going to fucking rifle that. <laughs> fucking hell. You go and then I'll go. Okay, well, over Christmas, I bought myself a Christmas present of Woo! the last volume of League of Ashoria Gentlemen, Tempest. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, which is sitting over there at the see. top. And I had that on my Christmas list, but no bugger bought me it. Well, it's fantastic. Mm, I, I loved it. So. Um, I'm a huge fan of the of the League of Ashoria Gentlemen series. It's, it's, I think I've been reading I've been reading it for like 20 years now. Um. It's been going that long. Yeah, it, 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 I think the first the first uh, volume came out around nineteen ninety nine two thousand, and it it is a beautiful hardback book. It is a beautiful book, mm. um, and it's basically apparently Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill's swan song in comics. They're, this is their last book that you know either of them are doing in comics. Um, so if you don't know the League of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it is basically it started off as it's a, a movie with Sean Connery. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's la- Sean Connery's last movie. Um, he never made a movie after that and finished him off. Fuck off, did it? That's his last movie. Yeah, what Jesus. a way to go. That's a, that's the last thing on his IMDb entry. All right. Um, well. so the the series started off as a sort of like Avengers, um, collection of Victorian horror characters all sort of coming together to fight a. A shared, a shared enemy. I, it seems weird to me that you have to explain what this is because it's, it's like been it's, around for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. But it has become a sort of celebration of uh, fiction. So and anything in Any, fiction, every era of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, they, they've taken different distinct time periods. They've yeah. they've ramped in the fictional characters of that as yes. if they're real characters. Anything in fiction is fair game. So anything that exists in fiction can exist in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, leading to things like uh, in the, the series. Century, which is the series before this. In fact, it was two series ago. Uh, the villain being an Antichrist Harry Potter type character that was shooting dim- shooting uh, spells out of his cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alan. <laughs> I don't think Alan likes Harry Potter very much. No. But um, so in, the, in this one, it is a basically a sign off, uh, tying up loose ends of, of a lot of the story in it. Uh, one complaint. Uh, there's 3D sections in it. We need to use glasses. And your eyes don't go if into you have 3D. glasses, these 3D things do not work. Uh, um, the glasses other, are an astigmatism, probably both. Well, they, the problem is that 3D glasses have the unfortunate side effect of making everything duller as well. Mm. You know, they, they they are like sunglasses. Yeah. So I ended up having to like sit with my, my iPhone, cam, <laughs> my <laughs> iPhone uh, light that is a bit on annoying. every single frame to try, trying to read yeah. what was going on. Yeah. But um, I loved it. I, I think I sat up for like three sort of consecutive nights because it is really. I wonder. I wonder really... if if you got that in Comicsology and stuck it in your big telly, could you put the three D glasses on and watch it in the TV? Maybe. Yeah, might be worth trying. Anyway, um, plus it really wasn't that expensive. I think the book was like maybe sixteen quid or something. Like that. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's pretty a, good for a big. It's a lot of book for sixteen quid. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you don't have a pick of the week. I guess not. Yeah, I, I so. mean, master. I, I'm really enjoying Masterclass. Okay, well, and they're still doing the. I think they're still doing the buy one gift one. So if you, yeah, how much it, does that cost? If you're going to want to get one, it's eighty five quid oh, a piece. It's one hundred and sixty quid for the year. One hundred seventy quid for the year. But if it's buy one get one free, basically. So if you and a mate chip in, eighty five quid mm. each, mm-hmm. and like I've had probably you've got definitely more use out of it than me. I'm 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 probably closing in on. 25 hours worth of yeah is there stuff. a way to watch that stuff on the tv is there there's a, an apple tv app they have an apple tv app there's an, apple TV app, there's an ipad app there's an iphone app 
And the iPhone app is really good, actually, because you can switch it to audio mode. And any text that comes up, any chapter markers, anything like that, gets read by like a Siri-like voice automatically, okay. so you don't miss anything. But it just means that you're just downloading the audio. You don't have to stream the video, so you can listen to it in the car or, okay. you know, if you're if you're out and about. Um, and it's there's there's stuff in there that I don't have any interest in as a um either as a you know sports and cooking and that kind of stuff. But I'm willing to listen to people who are experts in their field. Always talk good to listen about, to someone smart yeah, talk about things. Yeah, and talk about what they're interested Which in. Which is clearly not the and market just, our podcast. Well, if you're, if you're like this and people listen to <laughs> people talking about smart things, uh, the, the Patreon is a great place to support that. <laughs> so yes. If you go to patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside show, you can support this show. Um, I, I, I don't even know how much it costs. I think it's like the price of a beer. Per month, <laughs> I like that you're you. I am so unsure of the cost of this Patreon. I, don't know I will compare costs. it to another thing that I don't know the cost of. <laughs> Two things that I'm relatively ignorant of. Um, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Willem, who whenever we did oh, our God, yes. whenever we did our Patreon read at the end of the year, thank you everyone. I completely forgot our Dutch Sorry, friend. Willem. So, uh, I mean, in fairness, PJ kind of bullied you into doing that, and you had to do it on the fly from a list that you found on your phone. Still, I should have read his name off the list. So. Uh, <laughs> I think that that's. I don't uh, feel like I'm the bad one in this story, but okay. You are. You're. Yeah. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening. Yes, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye. Bye.